people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Well, welcome to another show of Kidney Talk. Yes. Stephen, it's been a little while, and it's exciting that we're Well, it's people. a little bit more exciting for you than it is for me, but I'm here anyway. <laughs> so today, we have Nelson Freitas. Yes. And he has an internet site, and it doesn't involve what most pay sites are like. <laughs> what internet sites are you referring to? Uh, oh, all of them. I know all of them. <laughs> you know all of what types of sites? I have them in a file, sites? though. I don't have them with me. <laughs> so uh, he's got a great site about transplant people. Transplant Cafe. Transplant Cafe. Do, now, well, do they serve anything at the cafe? Or? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. Well, welcome to the show, Nelson. Oh, Thank he's you. here already. <laughs> I'm here. He's not, it's fast service. You know, those liver fast transplant service. guys, yep. they are so quiet. They don't say anything. <laughs> Nelson, tell us, how did you first find out you had liver disease? I uh, never really had liver disease, per se. I had a thyroid issue. And I was hyper. I had a hyperthyroidism. I was 24. Is that anything like secondary parahyperthyroidism? Uh, no? uh, <laughs> Not so sure. Uh, well, I think secondary hyperparathyroidism. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Well, he's not a doctor. How is he going to tell us? So you had no hyperparathyroidism. Like, were you like... I know that I had hyperthyroidism. Oh, okay. I don't know if I had, there was any so, more like, titles to it. So were you like it. 450 pounds? No, no. Oh. I was always... It just kind of... It had been you with me since... fat people always say, oh, I've got a yeah, thyroid it's condition? It's a thyroid issue, right? Yeah, it has nothing to do with the side of beef they ate for lunch. No. No, it's a thyroid, of course. Yes. So I had the hyperthyroidism and, uh, it, it, you know, I've always had it. I had issues with it growing up, but... Uh, it just kind of came, it, it was similar to what first President Bush had, which uh, he got Graves' disease at one point while mm-hmm. he was uh, in office. Now, now what, what, when you, so you said you had issues when you were younger. What are some of the issues that, how do you know you have it? Enlarged thyroid gland, and uh, it produces uh, more hormone than uh, regular thyroid. So it kind of makes you hyperactive a little bit and stuff like that. Did you just end up in the emergency room? Yeah, so it, it kind of blew up one uh, uh, one period in my life there when I was 24 and I, I had gone to a few doctors and I was getting treatment for it and uh, but I had no insurance no medical insurance so my mom was taking me to this guy who uh, not guy a doctor who was an internal medicine doctor and he it was a well-meaning doctor and he I can always tell there's an end of the story that's <laughs> yeah, not good yeah. well he was a well-meaning me. doctor yeah. but he did work in the he, back of Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> <laughs> well you know but uh, so meaning the reason I said he was well meaning is because he always you know he wanted to take care of us and and he knew we had no insurance so he suggested a few treatments and gave some choices so I could either do uh, a treatment for it was uh, radioactive iodine or which sounded terrible to me at the time it just sounded like an atomic bomb or something no, you and, thought you were gonna yeah. glow in the dark yeah yeah you thought you were gonna be the family's nightlight pretty much. <laughs> 
Exactly, like a glow stick. Or I uh, had my thyroid cut out, 80% of it. And mm-hmm. I didn't like either of the choices, but... That doesn't um, sound very pleasant. Yeah, so he gave me a couple of months to think about it. And in the meantime, he was treating me with a, a pill for my thyroid. <laughs> and, a pill? Uh, yeah. It, Which pill uh, would you like? If, the green one, the pink one, or the red one? I, I don't know if I, if I say the name, if there's any, you know, anything, any backlash that could happen from it. But it was this one to treat uh, hyperthyroidism. You know, he said there'd be no major side effects... And if there be if there was going to be any side effects, they'd take like six months. So you know, I'd have I have time to uh, think about it. So I took this pill, and two months later, it just destroyed my liver. Oh it my just God. shot it. So oh my goodness! And so did you have symptoms? Pill? Did you have the, symptoms? Towards the end of the the first two months, yeah, my I uh, started uh, getting a little bit jaundiced, and you know, just acting kind of silly. When your liver starts to go, you just you You're actually? a little bit crazy, yeah. Lori, you know? have you had your <laughs> liver checked? <laughs> um, so, I am getting yellow. Huh? So what was this pill? So it, it, the pill is called PTU. But PTU. Yeah, Eli Lilly makes it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so... We just got sued. Right. <laughs> Thank you, And by we, you mean yes. you guys. Yes. Um, but it's probably a good drug. It was just misprescribed. Yeah. Yeah, Has it been taken exactly. off the market? No, I don't believe so. It's oh, okay. Still so it's, doing it's a good drug. It's just... Yeah. So then I had my transplant. I One night I was at home and uh, I remember feeling sick. I went to bed, woke up at four in the morning, had enough um, of feeling bad. And so I went to the emergency room at Irvine Medical Center in Orange County. All I remember then I, I passed out there, I went to sleep, and I woke up at ECI five days later with a liver transplant. Well, so, where did they? Well, well, people wait for years and years mm-hmm. and years for a transplant. Where did they come up with one? Yeah, so no, uh, where? Where did Arizona. they get the? Well, because no, he probably went accident. went to the top of the list immediately because right. his but they status do was um, pretty yeah. serious. Oh, they do. They give organs. What about other people dying? Unfortunately, waiting? that's the way you get a, an that's organ the when you're... you get. You are the faster you get it, and that doesn't really apply to kidneys like it does other organs. No, because you get me on dialysis. But I'm saying right. there's the girl who actually I know, I, and she was waiting for a liver. Oh, and she had, uh, and she had cancer, some other issues. It was right. a, it was oh, a high profile right. case. Right. Um, but it probably came down to blood type availability. What all the different well, things that he hit the jackpot. Yeah. No, it was a very crazy situation after uh, it was all told to me i was like I, I wouldn't have made it you know if i had to go through all that now can they knowingly. keep you alive with a they bad did liver? for a little bit there's a, a some kind of device that kept my blood uh going and, and circulating and cleaning it up and so stuff they like have that. like a dialysis machine right. for liver yeah and i have no idea what it's called and i think it was an improvised situation i mean i'm sure it's for that but it, it was used and it helped I think so, it's called liberalysis. It's liberalysis. It so how long did it take you to start feeling better after you got this miraculous liver transplant? Right. So my theory on that, uh, it took me a long time to get out of the hospital, longer than it takes normal liver patients because I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I'd never been hospitalized. I didn't know what to expect. So it took me longer to get back to normal. But once I did, I've always been healthy and I never had any liver problems, never been in or out of hospitals. You don't drink. No. And so <laughs> I, Unlike I other people to. in this room. Yeah. Well, but, you know, every now every and then, I take it easy. And a bottle of scotch. Right. No more beer bongs or anything like that. So luckily, I'm, I'm over that. But uh, it took me 38 days to get out of there. You know, when you know you're you going to get a transplant. You Right. And so yeah. you expect to, to go into a recovery and to exercise so you can get out of yeah. there and get healthy. I had no idea. And, you know, it was uh, mm-hmm. an up and down situation. So 38 days later, I was out. And after that, I just 
went back to my normal body and activity, sports and all great. that. Yes. I know when he walked in here, I thought he was like, you know, one of the UFC wrestlers. <laughs> Not there just yet. Not there yet, huh? Well, when you need a kidney transplant, Medicare helps pay for. How did you, with not having insurance, how did you have a liver transplant? Did you have to get assistance through um, Medi-Cal or something? Because we're lucky with kidney disease. I mean, once your kidneys fail, Medicare will help pay for your transplant. But other organs don't have that luxury. you got to be deemed disabled, all these different parameters to make it happen. Right. So, so your mom had difficult. insurance or something? No, no, she didn't. Just see, she really pleaded. And I mean, it was a dramatic situation from what I heard. I mean, she literally, you know, kneeled in front of him. Yeah. And uh, in front of the people that ran UCI at the time and just begged him to transfer me over. And it was one of these things where last minute they said, fine, we'll do the operation. They were going to just do it. Because they couldn't figure out how to pay for yeah, it. Yeah. Right? And then the state kicked in last minute and, and Medicare. <laughs> no, they just wanted to get they, rid of his mom. Okay, <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. Just leave us alone already. Right. So um, what have you done since you've gotten your transplant? I know you compete in the World Transplant Games. Right. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you're up yeah, to. Yeah, you went to France to compete? <laughs> went to France in 2003. That was awesome. Uh, I love basketball. They unfortunately don't do basketball at the World Games. So I my main event was just being a tourist, really. And I play volleyball, too. You, that you was competed fun. being a tourist? I competed, and I won. <laughs> did you I win? Got gold How many pictures did you take? Lots of pictures. They're all on the site. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a great, amazing experience. So you didn't have to play in the games? I did play volleyball. Oh, volleyball. Yeah, which is in my number one thing. And so he didn't think he was going to win. He just played. Right. And did you win? We won bronze medal. Bronze medal. And who'd you beat? What country did you have to beat? We, I think, did we beat England? I don't remember. Oh, you, so Argentina. You, you, you compete against other countries. You Argentina won the whole thing. So you don't compete against uh, other well, countries. They, yeah. The liver transplants are going to go after no. the lung transplants. Yeah. No, no, nothing yeah, like no, that. No, the kidneys dominate the transplant games. Well, because there's so many yeah. numbers. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. I went many years to the transplant games. It was fun. Yeah. You meet. So you met all these incredible people. Tell us about Absolutely. some of the interesting people. Um, which led you to start Transplant Cafe because you wanted patients to be able to share their experiences. Right. I knew I'd tell the story about Transplant Cafe at some point, and the beginning of it doesn't make me look so good because it was a bit of a selfish reasoning behind it. Oh, you were charging to uh, to go on Cafe? No, oh. it was uh, the, the, where the idea came from was really that, you know, I was taking advantage of having a, a transplant, you know, being the sneaky liver transplant guy that I am, like you said, you know, I sneaky, <laughs> right. I, I used the transplant to get ahead of others in situations, whether it was, you know, in line at Six Flags, Magic Mountain or Disneyland. Oh, you learned how to work it. Yeah, huh? I learned to work it. So or, you lift up your shirt and you say, look, I've I have a, a transplant. <laughs> And I need to eat now if I'm out of uh, in line at the Vegas buffet, you know. So oh. they they bump me to the <laughs> front of the line. I tried that. Yeah. Oh, it works. Oh, it does. Yeah. They don't yeah. know what to say. Vegas is cool. I did that once with. Um, I went into the men's restroom because I have a male kidney. And my defense was, well, I have a male kidney. I had it all worked out. If they're like, you can't use the restroom. And so how long did you. it take you to get out of jail? <laughs> uh, what are they going to say? You know, I went to McDonald's one time and I said, I have a, a kidney transplant. I need free McNuggets. And uh, they just wouldn't they, abide they by that. Wouldn't, they I, wouldn't help So I out. fell down and said, I'm having a nugget attack. <laughs> so. So you were using it to get ahead. In I was the line. using it to get ahead and cut in front of people, and you know sometimes it, it you know, like I skipped the, the line. You were the bad boy of Lindy. Yeah, the bad boy of liver transplant. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, one time I cut in front of, uh, I skipped the line at a new ride at Magic Mountain. You know, it was like a five hour wait and I sat next to this kid and I couldn't even tell him how long I waited because he was so excited and, and I only well, waited five minutes. What did you possibly say? I have a liver transplant. <laughs> I need, to, I need to have the crap scared out of me first. <laughs> well, I, what did you say? Pretty much. Uh, at, at amusement parks, yeah, yeah, just go to the management office, and they had programs before. They don't do it so much anymore. Where because <laughs> you, you ruined could, it, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Where you could say, "Hey, I have a transplant, or I have a condition, can't wait in line." That was really the main thing, because you know you, we could. Did pick you have up. to show something? No, I, I, if I had to, if, just, if they didn't believe me, I'd lift my shirt. shirt and show my scar. That would be great. <laughs> so, how long did you keep up this little um, charade? Uh, yeah, a few years, and I remember I also used it for Mother's Day, where you know I took her to to breakfast and. The line was just ridiculous, and you know, and especially California is good with that because it's you know have a medical condition, they take care of you. So uh, maybe a couple of years, a few years, and as then long you as had I could. this epiphany to start. Do you know anything? Yeah. About- so then, what I what I wanted to do was I thought to myself, hey, this is kind of cool. This is something positive about transplantation. Although being alive itself is the most positive part of it, but I decided to write some sort of a guide that just kind of, you know, of how to get in line, for how that. to get in line, for, yeah, how you can do this stuff. And, and just kind of, it was kind of like a funny thing, you know, Hey, this is some cool stuff you could do with your transplant because there's so much information out there. It, the way I described it at first was there's a lot of information about this is your medication and how to manage that kind of stuff. And I just didn't, didn't see much like really cool, right, great creative stuff. They out weren't there. talking about how to get in front of the line. Either. Yeah, yeah. They weren't talking about that. So I thought somebody should. So then uh, then I thought, well, whatever. We got the Internet now. We'll write a book. You know, this paper is not necessary anymore. So I just thought I'd put up a site. I knew how to do websites. And then uh, when I finally got around to it after the procrastinating, which, you know, I'm good at, uh, social networks had gotten really popular. And MySpace was on the scene, and I was thinking to myself, hey, that would be cool, you know, to do something like that for the transplant community. And so then I just started looking for solutions um, and websites, that, you know, services that could provide such a, such a site. And so I found, found one. Transplant Cafe. So yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, what you'll find on your website. So the site is growing just faster than I ever expected right now. And uh, you can find support first and foremost. And, you know, it, the recipients and everyone can be on there. I mean, you can, you can have a, a, your own profile page. If you have had a transplant, you're waiting for a transplant, you are a donor family, living donor, or you work in the field of transplantation, you know, everybody's welcome there because it, it's kind of modeled after the transplant games where mm-hmm. you see everybody is there and then you see a really good synergy where everybody's, you know, th- it's one it's family. Yeah. yeah, it's not just we have the... You, the, have, a, you have something the, in common now. It's yeah. uh, something to connect with. Right. So it's not just for liver transplants. It's no. for all kinds of transplants. For all kinds of transplants worldwide. Now, is it a chat room? Or just, is it like MySpace? It's everything. It's like MySpace. Well, it's the Facebook of transplantation. It's a complete social network. You have blogs. If you have your profile page, you can tell the world about you and your particular Mm -hmm. situation. We have chat rooms where people, you can (laughs) chat live um, in real time. And groups, you can form a group based on different interests. Uh, You know, we have kidney groups, liver transplant groups, you know, foundations start their own groups also. And what's the address? CafeExpress.com? www.transplantcafe.com. Transplantcafe.com. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. I know. You can create a profile. 
for well, God's Well, Stephen, sakes. you can talk about your movie coming out, yeah. My Sister's Keeper. Right. It's I about could. transplant. I know. Forget about the $4 million budget we have to advertise it. I'll go on <laughs> online. You can pay hey, me some of that. We'll it's grassroots it. advertising. That's what works. Well, how many members do you have and who will you find on the site? Today, we have 1,305 or six members, something like that. And... Uh, which is cool because just, uh, you know, a month ago, we only had a thousand members. Right. So it's just growing. Really Do you have like fast. a singles area? Not yet, but that's coming out. I'm going right. to build a group for that team. I just, I just haven't, you know. Like etransplant.com? Etransplant.com. I don't. Like you're right. E-harmony? Oh, cool. Good idea. Yeah. I don't have that yet, but uh, <laughs> we'll have a singles area. And, uh, you know, there's uh, an area for teens, meaning a group. Uh, members can also start blogs. You can do a daily blog post. And Now, listen, is this your main job? Do you make money off this? I It doesn't make any money yet. It, has, it can make money at some point, I'm sure. Probably um, through advertising. Yeah, advertising. Go. Yeah. yeah, I don't even own the advertising on there. It belongs to the site provider. So I haven't really focused on um, monetizing it just yet but you know I'm i sh- have an idea you could have a section for for adults topless transplant people and you can well, charge for that we have a group called uh you know show us your transplants car and oh. it's, it's pretty much as topless as it gets when you're in so, line yeah when you're in line so what are your other interests besides this or does this rule your life uh, it doesn't rule my life, and if it did, it'd be a lot more successful because it doesn't make money. So I have to do other things to support myself, like uh, have internet marketing endeavors, and I work with people in the internet marketing community, marketing different programs and services oh. and stuff like that oh, I see. on different uh, subjects that are not related to transplantation. So definitely mm-hmm. have other interests and uh, play sports. You know, basketball. Play basketball as often as I can. Are you watching the uh, playoff games, oh, and yeah. are you rooting for anybody in particular? The Lakers, of course. The Lakers, the Lakers of course. Of course. Uh, so, uh, well, thanks for coming by, and yeah, good luck with this you. chat room Transplant Cafe. Transplant Cafe. Give Check me the out, address Steve, again. Like the address? Transplantcafe.com. Transplantcafe.com. And you don't have to wait in line. Oh. Right? Transplantcafe.com. I'm going to hit it right Write now. Write that down. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. 